The all-powerful head of Soviet state security reached toward the corner of his wide desk and picked up the little pile of handwritten and amateurishly typed papers, knocked them together, and stuffed them into a large envelope. With his pen, he wrote on the envelope, File Closed, to be opened only with the handwritten authority of the Minister of State Security and signed, Victor S. Abokumov, He dropped the envelope into his own safe, perhaps the closest guarded of all archives in this secret center of a secretive regime. In that thin sheaf of papers was the entire written record to the present day of a spy story that deserves volumes. It told how the KGB, then MGB, had recruited an American code clerk in Moscow, enabling it to break America's military ciphers at a critical moment of the Cold War. There was more paper on this triumph elsewhere, of course, somewhere inside the secret realms of the cipher-breakers, calculations and worksheets, lists of machine-key settings, steps in reconstructing the American cipher machine, and heaps of deciphered American military communications. But those other papers gave no hint of what was in Abukumov's envelope, who the source was, and where, and when, and how he had been recruited and handled. Aside from Minister Abukumov, only seven people in the world knew these things, and at the same time knew of the cipher break, aside from the recruiter himself. The recruiter was Sergei Kondrashev. Fewer still, and never anyone in the West became aware of the impact this KGB operation had on Joseph Stalin. Abukumov, who was probably closer to Stalin's innermost secrets than anyone alive, personally carried to him the transcripts of these deciphered American military messages along with the KGB's analysis of them. Stalin had confided to Abukumov that they were swaying him— These authentic insights into American thinking, Abukumov told Kondrashev when later rewarding him, had been especially persuasive for Stalin at this particular moment. At this particular moment, the Americans had withdrawn their military forces from Korea. Secretary of State Dean Acheson had publicly enunciated a new defense perimeter in the Pacific from the Ryukyus to the Philippine Islands, which excluded Korea. North Korean leader Kim Il-sung had long pleaded with Stalin to support, in effect permit, a military invasion and takeover of South Korea, but Stalin, fearing American military intervention, continued to rebuff him. Now, Abukumov told Kondrashev, these deciphered high-level American communications conveyed to Stalin the impression that there would be little danger of direct conflict with the United States even if the USSR gave massive aid to the North Korean venture. That was why Stalin finally removed his objection to the North Koreans' long-standing plans to invade. This American code clerk may thus have inadvertently touched off the Korean War, but the KGB had kept the secret well. Until now, that traitor's role has remained unknown. The spy had given the Soviets what every government most wants and, having obtained, then most needs to hide, 
the ability to read the secret communications of its rivals and potential enemies, to preserve such a rare advantage of the sort the Allies had in the Second World War after mastering the Nazi-German cipher machine Enigma, almost any cost is warranted. Many lives had been sacrificed to protect the Enigma secret, so well had it been kept, that thirty years passed after the war's end, an entire generation, before the public became aware of it and historians were obliged to rewrite parts of the war's history. The Soviets broke that record of secret-keeping. More than sixty years have elapsed since the cipher break, and only now is this first public account of the spy who triggered the Korean War published.